help for Ukraine. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Another round of aid that the White House says is timed to a summer counteroffensive. The $500 million package includes minesweepers, armored vehicles, munitions, and air defense capabilities. This is the 41st drawdown of equipment from the DOD inventories using presidential drawdown authorities for Ukraine that Congress approved last year with strong bipartisan support. White House spokesperson Olivia Dalton reiterated President Biden's message this week to Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky of unwavering U.S. support. This latest aid was long planned and is not tied to the short-lived revolt over the weekend in Russia led by the leader of a Russian-backed mercenary group. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. The president of Belarus has confirmed that that leader of the weekend rebellion has arrived in that country after being exiled as part of the deal that ended the mutiny. The heat wave that's now impacting the South is expanding with forecasters saying the Midwest could hit triple digits this week. That's going to combine with some moisture and humidity And that's going to increase our heat index values up to 105 to potentially 110 degrees across southwest Missouri and southeast Kansas. National Weather Service meteorologist Jordan Didio, forecasters are issuing excessive heat warnings and watches for the Midwest. This is preliminary data from Texas power company ERCOT shows the state's power demand has hit a record high. A federal judge has agreed to delay the extortion trial of Joran Vandersloot until the fall to give him more time to prepare a defense or decide if he wants to enter a guilty plea. Vandersloot is the main suspect in the 2005 disappearance of American teen Natalie Holloway in Aruba. He's facing federal charges of trying to extort money from her mother in exchange for information leading to Natalie's remains. America is listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, Fox News Rewind Financial Crisis 08. This is an extraordinary period for America's economy. A look back at the biggest financial crisis since the Great Depression. The market is not functioning properly. And the events leading up to it from the people who were there. You started to see the Dow plunge in synchronicity with the vote on the House floor. Subscribe now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Never, ever 100% trust Wall Street. New from the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Dana Perino, co-host of The Five and co-anchor of America's Newsroom. Join me for season three of my limited time podcast, Everything Will Be Okay. I'll chat with guests who have had major career or life pivots and people who have persevered and are leaving a trail of inspiration for all of us to follow. Of course, we'll have some laughs along the way. Make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts. I'm Dana Perino, and everything will be okay. Hey friends, it's Patrick Casal, the MultiCare Group. With the difficulty in finding quality employees to ensure your business thrives, I have a solution for you. Offer employee benefits. Benefits are 100% tax deductible to the employer, income tax-free to the employees and dependents, can be used nationally, and are far more robust than any other individual plan being offered. The MultiCare Group can help you obtain affordable quality health benefits. We have access to association health plans that offer multiple options, attractive rates for you and your employees, with national access and the finest hospitals and physicians in your United States. Call the MultiCare Group today for your no-obligation quote, 702-396-9449. We have access to all the carriers that offer health insurance, dental coverage, vision care, group life and disability insurance. Allow our relationships to guarantee you the most competitive rates. The MultiCare Group can provide you with all these services, plus we can offer payroll services at the most competitive rates, along with the best workers' compensation programs available in the country. Call Patrick Casal of the MultiCare Group today, 702-396-9449. 
Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. Please tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. and listen to us deliver timely, balanced truths about our local market right here in Southern Nevada. You know, there's nothing I enjoy more than educating our listeners about real estate, except maybe a well-prepared Reuben sandwich where the corned beef is really lean. Mm. So sorry, I digress. Uh, please do tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. and learn about real estate right here on the new 101.5 FM KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. On Facebook, I saw someone posted... It's going to turn you into a zombie. Created by the government. They're going to plant a chip into your body. This is the mark of the beast. This is fake. This information is just about as bad as the pandemic itself. This information is easy. You don't see the harm it does. COVID taught us health, health matters. matters. Stop, Stop the, the spread, spread of misinformation. misinformation. Health matters. Visit nmhec.org. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Minority Health and Equity, and in cooperation by the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. In Nevada, anything that goes into the storm drain goes directly to our local waterways, which can pollute Nevada's lakes and rivers. Nevada is the driest state in the nation, and we must work together to preserve our limited water resources for future generations of Nevadans. Here's some waterway wisdom so you can help do your part. Scoop your dog's poop, bag it, and discard it. Clean up yard waste and grass clippings. Wash your car at a car wash or on grass or gravel. Apply pesticides and fertilizers sparingly in your yard. Safely dispose of household chemicals. Clean up leaks and spills. And don't litter. Secure trash in bins. Keep contaminants out of our storm drains. Use waterway wisdom. And remember, only rain should go into the storm drain. Join us in preserving Nevada's waters for future generations by visiting lovenvwaters.com and following us on social media. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Transportation aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. 101.5 FM KDON. It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill. Race and Sportsbook, America's leading race and sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Ah, uh, KT on a Fat Tuesday Live, PSBR Law Studios right here in Las Vegas. Over four and a half billion in verdicts and settlements the last five years for their clients. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice is PSBR Law. Right here in Vegas, fourth year now, Panache, Boyle, Rabaputi, 
They are tops in Southern Cal for a long time as far as personal injury, and now in year number four here in Vegas. You know the 702 for Las Vegas as far as the area code. I know you'll see some 725s, but everybody knows the 702, 830-9353, 830-9353. You may not need them now, may need them in the future. The best in personal injury, 830-9353, PSBR Law. Great to be at the PSBR Law Studios. Mark Hoke, of course. Running the show, great show last night with Jose Vellante and producer Mark, Chris Wynn checking in from the Aces game, and uh, the Aces 13-1 and one off to a great start, and of course the uh, Golden Knights, boy, I don't know who's uh, got the cup now, but it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, I'm sure, going around and uh, everybody taking a turn with that Stanley Cup, and it's a great time to be in Las Vegas and make it your home. Ken Thompson with Wayne Krivsky. That's right. Former general manager, Cincinnati Reds, better than four decades in the show in the big leagues. Kriv, great to have you on a Tuesday. I know you're my uh, Jose Akendo. You're either a Tuesday or a Thursday. I'm your super utility. You <laughs> got it. it. I wear it proudly. Good to see you, Ken, always. There you go. Now, 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 look, a hoaxer's all upset that he that he's not – you're not a, a utility guy, hoaxer. You're batting cleanup, buddy. Oh, well, I, I thought I was your Jose Akendo. No, well – well, you you are pretty versatile. I will You're say Bert that. You're Bert Campanaris. Yeah, no, well, I'm Jordan oh. Westberg. I think after last night. Wow. Sure. Yeah, Westberg, the, uh, the new, young Orioles, new man crush over he's back there. Well, the he's going to need them to get a couple runs if we're going to hear that magic music. No, he's, we're hearing it tonight. He's trying to hold he's on got to that more rain delay tonight. game because that game actually did end today. That game from last night. That's right. Of the time difference. I so, heard three a.m., but I was. Told that was not the case. Yeah, but that's coming. But from that the was Folkster. Yeah, so <laughs> I I gotta wow. go, I gotta go check it. The wheels Fact on the check, bus please. go over my back. Yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't sound like they're gonna hurt too much with uh, no air in them. I mean, for the love of don't God, don't even get me. <laughs> Ken, Ken, you didn't even hear the other story. I got to right. tell you about later. All this right. is, this let, has let been me just let me, let's just welcome in Rob Rishi. He's always here last Tuesday of every month. Rishi, of course, the best in farmers insurance and uh, has his own. Uh, office and uh, for the love of God, Ragusa is going down to see you tomorrow, man. You better shut down early. Larry Ragusa is coming by. I cleared my entire schedule for the day. Looking forward to seeing Larry. And uh, well, you're not meeting him for lunch, are you? Because no, then you'll have to clear no, the schedule for him. No, no, no. I, I can't afford that. But yeah. uh, <laughs> he's got to sign the papers. Are first. you kidding me? All, all you could eat buffets. They see Hoke and Ragusa coming. They're like, oh, we're closed. <laughs> Larry, Larry made me a great Kiss CD, and I'll always remember that. I appreciate it. All right. So real quick, though, Larry did tell me. How about this? Chicago Bill went back to his roots, back to Chicago. He is. Yes, and he'll be back home tomorrow. But he, they stopped at some restaurant and sitting two seats away from him, two two tables away, Gene Simmons. Wow. Awesome. Uh, i got to get by Steiner's tomorrow night then. If he's, He'll be there tomorrow? I don't know. It? He's flying in tomorrow night. So, he ah. may, yeah, he may make it there. He may make it there late, but I'm not positive. So we'll, we'll see indeed. But, uh, so he's moving back. He's moving back to Chicago? No, heck no. Oh, no I, I thought just you went said- to visit. No, went oh. to visit some of the family and Joanne's family. And, of course, uh, for you folks that know, SportsX Radio Chicago, Bill, longtime listener, Old school, married 58 and a half years to his beautiful wife, Joanne, and she passed away on February the 3rd. So it's been a tough few months there for uh, Chicago Bill. I'm not going to get any easier, but he hangs around uh, jokers like Isco and Ragusa and Krivsky and, and uh, my brother-in-law, Nate. So, uh, you know, he's, he's in bad hands. So it, it can only get worse from here for uh, old Chicago Bill, but he's back over on the south side. Meanwhile, the hoaxer... He's not having the best time. Now, Isco came into studio last Thursday. I look at his tire and go, AI, man. I go, that, that thing looks real low. Next thing you know, he's calling AAA, so <laughs> they have to come down and change his tire. 
And then I hear Hoekster I today. Laugh. Hoekster looks at his – Hoekster's trying to get around somebody that's pulled out too far. And we know you people out there. Stop doing that. Stop getting the nose of your car out to where people have to go around you into the other lane. But next thing I know, Hoekster says, I looked at my air pressure and it said one. And he goes, that's not good. Mark, weigh in on that, man, so people can, you know, out there, they can feel a little bit sorry for you. Could you people learn how to drive? <laughs> I, I, you know, Ken, I could go off on this all night about driving in Las Vegas. And you wonder why insurance rates are so high for auto insurance. Do so, the math. So some dullard has got his car a third of the way out into the two-lane road running past the shopping center down here. So, of course, I'm in the left lane. The guy in the right lane, of course, needs to get over because he doesn't want to strike that car, which would send him over to see Rob Ricci. Right? Absolutely. That would be a problem. So, of course, when he goes over, I have to go over. I anticipate it. I start getting over. And I hear, boom! Like, huh. I hope I didn't pop my tire. And then I see the pressure gauge says, one. And then I hear, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Yeah, that was on top of the story I had this weekend, which Ken I haven't told you yet. All right, go ahead. It, let's, but, let's no, but get it was it resolved. No, but it was resolved. Can we can we get it in the next it, couple minutes? It was at an establishment. I didn't feel like I got good service, and there was a very interesting piece of food that was served to me. Go on my Twitter at markhokeshow.com and you can see it. Okay, I did get the situation resolved with the owner who invited me out for drinks, so I will not criticize him. All right, but you know. It's just, yeah. Yeah, the tire thing, they wanted to charge me a little bit way more than they should have today, too. So, yeah, it's just been a, a messed up week and a half, Ken Thompson. And it's, it's probably your fault. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, I'll take the blame. What the heck? I get blamed for most everything else. Just another day. Yeah. Just but the Orioles day. did beat the Reds last night. So my buddy Rick Uccino out there in, uh, in Cincy, I got one up on him. But uh, may not, uh, maybe even up tonight. Then you boasted, and now you're getting your butt kicked. Well, it's 3-1, to one, ninth inning, two outs for the Reds' top nine, so the Orioles will have last looks. They only have three hits. They've only given up five, not getting any run support. But still, the, the Orioles, 19 games over 500, 48 and 49. And two of these guys here, they know their baseball big time. But Rishi, uh, Rob Rishi, my good pal, five years now, sponsor, SportsX Radio. Rob Rishi, Farmers Insurance, right there, 193 East Warm Springs Road, Suite 101. He's not there. He's in Winchell's uh, right next door. That's his, his away office. Like satellite office. Satellite, right. There you go. Satellite office. And uh, Rob and his beautiful wife, Lisa, uh, he's got her on payroll. Now, actually, I don't even know if he's paying her. Uh, Rish? You can't put a price on something, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, he, he doesn't have – I mean, I give him the whole month for, like, the, the weakest little homework assignment. All he has to do is get at least two new listeners – I need their favorite sports team and their favorite band or singer. And, uh, Reese, did you do your homework? I did. I, I, I nailed it. Uh, the first one we got, Ken, is Diana Kudrovich. I hope I pronounced her name, Diana Kudrovich. I did, too. Otherwise, you lost her as a right. client. <laughs> She's a season ticket holder at Winchell's. Favorite band, Sublime. Oh, there you go. My daughter It's going to see them yeah, next, I don't, next I don't, month, I, I think. I don't think we've heard that one, so that's good. And uh, favorite sports team, Raiders. Nice. And right. she I like her made already. it very clear she was a Raiders fan long before they moved here. There you go. So, Good job. Die hard there. Then I've got George Dudasik, uh, brand new Medicare customer of Lisa's. This guy's awesome. Uh, if he's still awake, he's listening now as we speak. Favorite band is Chicago. Very solid choice there. Favorite sports team, he went on and on and on. 
and he finally said, you know what, it's got to be the Golden Knights. There you go. So, what a great uh, year to have them. I talked to George the day after they won it all, so that was an easy choice. There you go. Uh, great Rob, people. Uh, uh, Rob Rishi, I know you worked uh, you know, farmers for a long time, and you, you, but your one team, if you had one team, it's the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team, right? That That is correct. Okay. Because they're the only team that if we got a baseball team here in Las Vegas, like the A's, for example, and they met in the World Series, I would root for the Cardinals, believe it or not. I would not root for the Blues over the Knights. I would not root for the Rams over the Raiders or the Cardinals over the Raiders. I would definitely root for the Cardinals over the A's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably still root my for blood. them. Yeah there's, yeah, there's certain teams like that, Criv, that even if you transplant to another city, very, very tough to get away from something that has been uh, – Oh, you got to stay with them. you got to stay with them. So it shows you the tradition of baseball. Right. He's entrenched. Yeah. St. Yep. Louis, great baseball town. My favorite to go to. And, of course, Rob, growing up, KMLX, listening. KMLX, uh, 1120. For, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Wayne Krivsky? Favorite team? Yeah, favorite team. I don't know I mean, if I, I have I, a pro. I know, you, I, know you worked, I know you were the GM with the Reds, but, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, give me give me a sports team, maybe outside of baseball. I'll go Duke basketball, for sure. Oh, Duke great. football. Yeah, sure. I got to go, go with my oh, okay. Dukies, okay. for sure, yeah. Pro right. team, I'm, I'm becoming a Reds fan. Well, pro watching team, this. Pro te- they fall under that category. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> Hoekster liked it. <laughs> that was a big hit here. <laughs> yeah. We all know Coach K. Coach, we have a lot of respect for Coach K Duke and his payroll. Duke baseball, yeah. You're tough. No, You're tough. Well, no, you know, the greatest no. quote I heard from Coach K was when he told someone, they said, you have everything so organized and structured. And how, how do you do it? You must have a lot of rules. And he said, I have as few rules as possible. Rules are for people that can't lead. And I loved it. He's absolutely right. So, so there's been anarchy at Rob Ricci Farmers Insurance ever since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it's rules, tough. just right. I've noticed just being here three and a half years, Coach K is not real popular around here. Now, there are a lot of a lot of Coach K haters in Vegas. They're not on the guy. I don't understand. Huh, yeah. they, there's they, bad taste, you know, I guess. He, Chris, like, I don't understand. Don't they have these blue glasses like I have? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. That doesn't make I any sense. I almost wore my Duke cap tonight. There you go. All right. Well, so needless to say. Uh, Crib the last several years, Rob and I usually have a preseason bet with his Cardinals against my Mets. But this year, I was like, ah. yeah, we took the year off for yeah, good we, reason. Yeah, we, for good reason. <laughs> and we both picked the right year to take. Uh, I mean, right. the Mets are seven games under, and they actually got a win tonight against Milwaukee. We'll get to the uh, scores good. from the Rich Badge and Finley Toyota. So the Padres in that mix too. Uh, but, but I mean, no. But the Mets payroll is ridiculous. Yeah. So the Cardinals, at least they, you know, their payroll pales in comparison to the Mets. But. Any chance for either of those teams to make a run? I know Buck's your buddy, but I mean, yeah, when I like you Buck. look at the Braves, twenty-five games over, they have no chance the Mets mm-hmm. to win the division because they're seven games under. But for some reason, you were holding out hope that maybe they can get a wild card. I, I think the last it. time I was on the show two weeks ago, I had the Mets making the you playoffs. You did, in fact, in fact, you got the yes, you got I the do. evidence right, right in front. So, look at it. Okay, here we go, folks. All right, all right so here we go. Just so you know, uh, Rob Rishi, because I, I saved a little circle for you. The six playoff teams from the uh, National League, Criv, let me see, uh, Criv had Atlanta, Philly, the Mets, Cincinnati, L.A., and San Diego. I did. Wow. That was a, 
All right. KT had Atlanta, Philly, Milwaukee, L.A., Arizona, and San Fran. I don't know why it took San Fran. The Giants were playing well at the time. I think they were on that streak. Hoekster has Atlanta, Philly, Milwaukee, Dodgers, San Diego, and Arizona. So we we just flip-flopped. I took the Giants. He took the Padres, but we have five the same. And uh, and that is, yeah, so that is there. So, Kriv, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rob Rishi, give me your six playoff teams, National League. Dodgers, Braves, Giants. Uh, who am I forgetting here? Uh, you got Philly. Phillies. What about Phillies. Miami? We know, nobody's even nah, Phillies. Do, so Dodgers, Braves, Giants, Phillies. Right. Who wins the Central? The St. Louis Cardinals. Of course. What? And the Padres will beat out the Mets. So there you go. Wow. Wow. Okay, so you don't the Cardinals will beat out Arizona? The Cardinals are going to win the division. Who cares uh, no, no, about no, Arizona? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, San Diego, though? You have the Padres uh, getting past Arizona? Yes. All right. Yep. I, 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 not, nothing against Arizona. Um, you know, we have Colt Schmidt. We thank them for that every day. But um, somehow, some way, the Padres, yeah. Yep. Mm. So mark that down. And that I'm, way, when I come I in did. next month, and uh, we can review it. I got it. Thank I, you. Rob Rishi, right there. You're in there. All right, National League. Okay. Uh, let me take the first break of the night. Come back. Get you caught up on the Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Rob, of course, last Tuesday of every month, he gives us some great tips on what's going on in the insurance world. We mix that with some great sports talk. We'll do that. Kriv's going to be with me for two hours. Uh, the hoaxer, of course, will be running the show. We're live from Vegas, 101.5 FM, Dawn streaming live on the Odyssey app. And Mark Hoax said tonight when I came in, because he saw the sad face, and then he's going through all this personal stuff, and he's getting, like, we're just, all these things are going. And we're like, Lee Krivsky, he's just, like, walking down the sidewalk. Everything's going right. He's hitting 88 to 1 shots, 90 to 1 shots, 66 to 1, all these golf guys. Meanwhile, there's, like, schleprock black clouds over me and the hoaxer. So he goes, you know what? Let's have some fun tonight. So we're going to do a little Wang Chung and have some fun tonight. And uh, glad that Rob Rishi's here in studio. We are live from Vegas. What's that? Wang Chung, one and a half hit wonder. There you go. One and a half. <laughs> there you go. All right, good stuff, folks. So first segment in the books. We come back on a Fat Tuesday live PSBR Law Studios. It is Mark Hoke. Follow him on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. His show Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best in professional wrestling. You like professional wrestling? You will love the hoaxer on Sunday mornings. He gets up and he is geared up, and he always has great guests. And, of course, Wayne Krivsky is here. Still don't have him on Twitter or Rob Rishi, neither one on Twitter. So they're just hashtags. And uh, KT, you can follow at Ken Thompson 87 at SportsX Radio. Miss any part of the show, archives up, usually by about 11 o'clock. Got it up uh, a little late last night because uh, – Nodded out and then uh, woke up. But I got to say, Jose Volante doing an outstanding job. And the Hulkster, I mean, great chemistry there on a Monday night. And, uh, you know, those aces continue to excel. 13-1 and one now, blowing out the WNBA. I think they take care of business big time and back-to-back for the ladies if they stay healthy. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Live from Vegas, SportsX Radio. We'll be right back. Something magic happens every time you go. You make the magic happen, the magic of Orioles baseball, when the game is close, and the yokes are hot, there's a thundering roar from 34, to give it all they got, and you never know, who's gonna hear the call, every game does a different start. That's the magic of Oreo baseball. Oreo's magic, feel it happen. 
got that in by the skin of your teeth. The Orioles right now trail three to one. They have men on second, two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, I did. Yep, Frazier is batting, so we need a two-run jack there. But he got it in because they didn't play it last night because of the long rain delay, and uh, they did end up winning. So, Hoekster, I said, look, if they lose tonight, man, you can't play it if they lose before you. But he got it in there <laughs> just like that's perfect, just in time. So, two and two count on Frazier. We'll see how that all pans out, Kriv. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, the Hoekster just got that in there. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's 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 growing on me a little. I. Can, I Find myself I saw, tapping I saw, my feet. You I saw you that. doing the letters. It's a You're great song. He's starting to get the letters down too. I know. I, saw, I tried. Yeah, yeah, I was. I need some work. Wild Bill Hagee. Played that last night. Oh, uh, did you? There you go. All right. Uh, nothing like the Oriole fight song. No. Beautiful. Nothing like it. Nothing like the preventative diagnostic center where my good go. pal Wayne Krivsky has go. gone under uh, Dr. John Pierce's watch here in the Vegas Valley now in year number four. It is the Preventative Diagnostic Center, and you could jot that number down right now. Again, the 702 you got for Vegas. And especially if you're coming in from out of town, you want to take advantage of what we have here in Clark County. We've got the only scanner of its kind in the region. Gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease, lung disease. It is the Preventative Diagnostic Center. And uh, they got the software now. They check for pericarditis, myocarditis. I mean, that is big time right now. There are people that are dying left and right, so you want to check out how that heart is doing, and you get a great deal on the heart CT scan and calcium score. It's $125, $600 value. Your significant other absolutely free. So the two of you, $1,200 value total, $125. Get the hearts checked out. Guys, don't get blindsided by the Widowmaker. Ladies, understand that uh, all the cancers in this country throughout the year pale in comparison to what heart disease does to women here in this country. Number one killer of women in the United States. And uh, you can jot the number down. Uh, give a call now. You can leave a message, and they'll get back to you. Free educational consultation. You let them know Ken Thompson Sports X Radio sent you. Again, you got the seven zero two down for Vegas five three four seven nine zero zero five three four seventy nine hundred five three four seven nine zero zero PD Center LV dot com. That is the website PD Center LV dot com. And Dr. John Pierce, his staff. I mean, they are on top of it. They will take care of you. And there's about seventeen percent of the uh, tests uh, from the scans that come back with something irregular, and they you know that gives you a chance to check into it, find out. Uh, you know, if, what organ, uh, you know, maybe something's going on in and gives you a chance to be proactive. And that's so important because early detection is key. Get peace of mind. Take charge of your health. Preventive Diagnostic Center, 534-7900. Rob Rishi, it is always great to see you, my man. How are things going uh, in the insurance world with uh, you and you brought Lisa on? I know she's helping you out, your wife, and you got a great staff over there. And you're open seven days a week, the biling- uh, bilingual, uh, Espanol. I mean, you're helping everybody out, which is great. Uh, it's what you do, and uh, you got a couple tips for us this week, some things we want to know about. Uh, I know Medicare, Medicare was uh, something that Lisa's really helping you work on, and you know, and then you want to set aside uh, some of these myths as far as in the insurance world. So go ahead, kind of yeah, close it. R- real quick on the Medicare, um, as you approach, um, we're, we're halfway through the year now, they, they, what happens is they, they call it the donut hole. Your copay skyrockets and it's because you've hit your max and lisa can help you with that that means your plan has holes in it the benefits aren't what they should be and she can review that for you and it's very common so if you go to the pharmacy and it it doesn't apply to everybody but she gets a call once a day easily on the fact that it's literally called the donut hole and um, give her a call she'll review your plan she'll show you most likely how you can fix that because your copay could go from 400 to 300 just literally overnight and then with with insurance 
it's a tough industry right now. And if you talk to anybody in the insurance industry and they think they say things are smooth, uh, they're lying to you. It's a tough industry. And insurance costs are no different than the cost of eggs, uh, the cost of materials, lumber, you, you name it. Insurance costs have gone up considerably. And I, I think part of it is, especially in Las Vegas, the fact that I think we're catching up with what should have been uh, more of an increase during the last three years of the pandemic. And I, I don't think any insurance company responded fast enough to the fact that the, the inflation and the costs have just skyrocketed. There's, there's two myths out there, Ken. One is that agents control rates or set rates. I, I love when people tell me, give me a good deal. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a travel agency. Um, we set rates about as much as a McDonald's store manager sets the prices on the board that you see when you go in the restaurant. Corporations set the rates, and it's my job to enter the data correctly, make sure you get the discounts that you're qualified for, blah, 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 blah. I have nothing to do with rates. And if any insurance agent out there tells you they can help you with your rate or they control the rate, that they're just not being truthful. Real quick, the other myth is my rate should go down as time goes on. Number one, name one thing that decreases in cost in today's world. It just isn't out there except maybe the price of admission to an Oakland A's baseball game. But other than that, nothing has gone down in price. Your vehicle gets older. Guess what? It costs more to find those repair and replacement parts because they're harder to find and harder to find people to work on them. So insurance is a tough industry right now. I know people are feeling out there. Your rates are going up, whether you're with farmers or some other company. But give me a call. I'll review what you have, and I'll be happy to see if I can help you. That is Rob Rishi. He is the best, man. I just love this guy. He's, uh, you know, you could, you just hear it, the sincerity and, uh, you know, stand-up man that uh, over there at our beautiful savior he'll uh every now and then pastor andy miller will go on a little hiatus and uh rob Rishi will step in there i'm and, preaching and july over. 30th ken are you july 30th pastor's on vacation and uh preaching july 30th so i'm looking forward to it yeah you do an outstanding job you are always on top of it and well polished and the kids love you there as well so a uh, great congregation i made it over there as well. So uh, good stuff. Rob Rishi, by the way, his office again, 193 East Warm Springs Road, Suite 101, right there. It's uh, right by Gillespie, right there off uh, Windmill? Uh, Warm Springs and Warm Gillespie Springs. Warm Springs. across the street from the McCarran Rent-A-Car Center. There you go. That's it. Warm Springs. I always take those two when I'm heading towards yep. the boulevard. Mile Windmill apart, for one. Right. Yeah, there you go. Windmill for Steiners and then uh, Warm Springs Road for that mall down there, South Las Premier Vegas Outlet. Las Vegas Outlet, Outlet. Yeah. Valor. Yep. There you go. Okay, so uh, Kriv. Uh, you and I are, are up there in age. You and Isco are only separated by a few hours, uh, and both born in New York the same day, or, or within the, within twenty four hours of each other. Uh, we're getting up there in in years, but life insurance is, is big time. And crib every time Rob comes in here on the last Tuesday of the month, I have to go over something that's just like really depressing, right? Because you know, in the world of sports, there's always seems that somebody, some death out of nowhere, comes out of there. Mm. So former Steelers linebacker Clark Haggins, uh, you know, 46 years old, he died last week. And that was a, a shocker because they, and they still I have not seen a, a cause of death. But I mean, this guy had, you know, a, a pretty awesome career and uh, was part of the Super Bowl champion team that beat Seattle for those Pittsburgh Steelers. And he again, just 46 years young. So when we see guys that young 
pass away, it blows our mind. And then what happens as we're coming in today, you know, we get word that former Arkansas and New England Patriot quarterback Ryan Mallett died in an apparent drowning right there in Florida over in uh, – Ocaloosa, yeah, 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 Destin. Destin, yeah, Destin. I think he Florida. was thirty-five years 35 old. Thirty-five years old. Mm. Rob Rishi, That's the, just the the things that you know. As far as the life insurance, we just never know, and that's why you said it's you're never too young, really, to start a life insurance policy. And you're talking about term policy. You're talking about whole life. Kind of explain that real quick, and we'll get rolling. Yeah, and it puts it in perspective. Um, these are the people we hear about. We don't hear about Jane and John Doe in the middle of Montana. The same thing happened to them. We hear about these people because they're stars. It happens every single day. It happens to multiple people. Get a term policy to cover a window of time while you work so you protect your future income. Get a whole life policy to cover your entire life so that when you leave your employment, you still have something in force that you can pay the debt uh, God willing, if I live to 85, all I'm doing is spending money. But if I die tomorrow, my wife would lose all my future income. Yep, that's it. And we just don't think about that. We think that we're uh, we're going to be here forever. Although there's some days I know, Crib, you and I get up and I'm just like, yeah, I feel my age today. You know, there's always those days. Yep, yep, there sure are, Ken. And uh, I don't know, you just got to take care of yourself. And I, I thank you every day for uh, steering me towards that preventive diagnostics. And it really gives you peace of mind and and uh, it's worth every penny. Yeah. I, I, that's great people over there. And it just, you're investing in your health and it uh, gives you peace of mind that things are in working order, you know, especially your heart. Great stuff, Wayne Krivsky. And of course, Rob Rishi here. Uh, guys, let me just go to the Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out of town scoreboard. Like I said, the hoaxer got that score in there just in time because his Orioles go down today, three to one. Cincinnati holds on, gets a win. They break a four-game losing streak. And Kriv, I haven't seen you since that 12-game win streak, but that was the longest win streak for them in 66 years. Boy, that was fun to watch. Can I tell you what? The Reds have not been drawing fans, but the the fans there in Cincinnati are they're they're believing in this team. It was fun seeing the big crowds. They is it is it Dela Cruz that really got the city ignited? Yes, I think so. They were the team was really a scrappy team, playing hard, getting dirty. I mean, that's the kind of player that the Reds fans, if you're out there hustling and playing hard, that they're all in on you. But Dela Cruz was the guy that really gave them that extra spark. And Votto's back now. Votto right? came back. That was another. He had another. He had good game his first night back, and that was uh, good for everybody to see. But this past weekend against Atlanta, I think they had three crowds over forty thousand. It was a playoff atmosphere in Cincinnati. They won eleven to ten and then lost seven six seven six. I mean, it was a great series. Yeah, great, great stuff. And of course, uh, that twelve game winning streak, and then they lose the same result happening again. That happens a lot with streaks, but there were a couple that didn't pan out last week. The Giants had won ten in a row, they lost, and then they won the next night. So it doesn't always pan out for sure. So I got to get into the losses with the wins as well. Uh, Nine to four, Pittsburgh rolls behind Rich Hill, who evens his record off at seven and seven. They beat San Diego Padres, got three in the second, but. Got outscored nine to one the rest of the way, and the Buccos win at nine to four, seven to two. Mets, yes, the Mets beat Milwaukee. They beat up on Tehran, who's actually pitched pretty well for Milwaukee. But the Mets to get seven runs—that's uh, a surprise in itself. But they do get the win. They pull within seven games of five hundred. I'll tell you what, uh, Mr. Cohen, I'd open up that that uh, wallet a little bit more and uh, see if you could get these guys to five hundred by the end of the year. Uh, Philly with Ranger Suarez. This guy, when he's on, he's on. He was on tonight against the Cubbies at Wrigley, five to one. Philly rolled. Uh, total stays under. It was a total of eight and stayed under at Wrigley. Wind must have been blowing in there big time. Clayton Kershaw, a five nothing shutout at Colorado. Not easily done. 
Coors Field, but Kershaw minus 300. My goodness, even if you laid the run in half, you're still laying juice, but uh, you get it done 5 nothing the final, 11 the total game, staying well under. Texas, Martin Perez, 8-3 over Detroit, taking care of business. That game gets over the total of 9.5. Perez going off a of minus 190 at the beautiful Westgate Superbook. Cleveland, 2-1, doubled up on KC on the road. That was Williams and Singer, the starters there, game staying well under the total of 9. Right now, Angels with Otani on the hill, top 7, shutting out the White Sox. Chicago Bill, Better uh, fly into Anaheim and uh, get over there. Root on his boys. They're down two zip. Kopech on the hill, not getting any run support. Total eight and a half. Looks like that one's on a dead under pace. We'll keep an eye on it. But two nothing Angels top seven. Oakland a two one lead. Bottom seven over the Yankees. Blackburn and Johnny Brito for the Bronx Bombers. So we'll keep an eye on that one. How about the A's? Uh, just a plus one twenty tonight against the uh, Yankees. So not not that big a uh, price on the Bronx Bombers. So I'm thinking probably some of my buddies that are Yankee fans probably got on those pinstripers tonight although they don't wear them on the road uh three nothing sam fran they shut out toronto this was impressive because ryan walker gets the deal done north of the border they and uh gausman pitched well didn't get any run support but he could have got the giants plus 180 with ryan walker on the hill miami sandy alcantara man finally uh pitching you know somewhat respectable last year of course 40 to 1 crib had him to win the cy young and he got it done 10 to 1 they roll in fenway tonight does get over the total of nine and a half. Six to two Atlanta. They continue to excel now. Twenty-five games over five hundred. Uh Bryce Elder over Minnesota. Six to two the final with the Braves. That total was nine, so it just stays under. And St. Louis knows that robbery. She's coming in studio, wants him to be happy. So what are the odds of the Mets winning and the Cardinals winning? Cardinals four to two, double up on Houston. Montgomery over Valdez. Right now, Arizona doubling up on Tampa at home. Eight to four, top seven. Zach Gallon, Taj Bradley, the starters there, and Seattle with Brian Wu, a one-run lead over Washington. Top seven, Jake Irvin on the hill for the Nats. WNBA three games, one game going. Sixty-three, sixty. Dallas leads at Phoenix. Seven twenty-five to go, fourth quarter. One hundred four, ninety-three. Minnesota got past Seattle, a win in a cover game. Flies over and New York. They win by eight over Connecticut. Connecticut's uh, best player out for the year, so the Sun should probably decline a little bit. But the Liberty get the win in the cover in a game that gets over the total by a half a point. Total was one sixty-eight and a half, and it hits one sixty-nine, eighty-nine, eighty-one. The final. And uh, or actually a point and a half. Sorry about that. Over a point and a half. Uh, is that Jersey math coming into play again? All right. So uh, great stuff. Take our final break of hour number one. Come back. And I'm going to go through the baseball divisions with these guys. They know their divisions. And we're going to start off in the National League Central. So I want to see Rob Rishi. He really thinks his Redbirds have a chance to come back. It's not just optimism. It's just because that division could be there for the taking. You never know. You get on a win streak like the Reds just did. You might be right back in the in – the, uh, Thick of things. So we'll talk about that when we come back in hour number two. Crib's going to go around the league and get you caught up on all the different divisions. We are live from Vegas, 101.5 FMK Dawn, streaming live on that Odyssey app. If you haven't downloaded that, AUDACY is a free app and it is worldwide. And we are live from Vegas. Mark Hoke takes us to break. We'll be right back. Yeah, Mark Hoke always with the theme of uh, little kiss music every last Tuesday of every month. Our good pal from Farmers Insurance, Rob Rishi, in studio and uh, PSBR Law Studios. Rob Rishi, uh, give me the, the song and we're, and uh, the album. Lick It Up. It was the first album that they took the makeup off, not counting Unmasked, but that was just a publicity stunt. Lick It Up's the first album cover 
with them no makeup and uh unfortunately ace and peter were not part of the band at that point but lick it up is my favorite song of all time and wow it goes back to a air guitar contest when i was a junior in college that we uh won uh for it was actually supposed to be a promotion to come out and watch the baseball team blah 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 the rest is history great memories good stuff from rob rishi okay uh you're a big cardinals fan let's get into the nl central because i got to get your take and uh, now I'm going from some some odds that were last week at Westgate, so they may have uh, moved a little bit. But NL Central, as of then, and the Reds were on the winning streak, but it hadn't hit 12 yet. I think they had won like nine in a row, but uh, or, or maybe they may have hit 10. Reds are, were plus 275. Milwaukee was still the favorite, plus 110. Cubbies were plus 625. Pirates were six, or I'm sorry, yeah, both the Pirates and the Cubs are plus 625. And then your Redbirds, plus 1,200. 12 to 1 to just win the NL Central, and you think there's a shot? I do, I do. If you think of a team with talent that can go on a run, um, I'm certainly biased, but I, I think if you do the math and look at the talent, um, we could definitely go on a run, especially when you look at we don't exactly have four powerhouses in the Central. Um, I mean, I'm happy to see the Reds do well. I think they uh, will not go on another 12 game win streak, but. Um, I think the possibility is there. I've heard tinkerings of a new manager, and I would love to see that. Uh, it's just not working out. The leadership isn't there. We lost our big boys, Pujols and Molina, from a leadership standpoint. But we've got the talent. And if you think uh, we can't go on a run, you're wrong. Whether we do it or not, that's more to see. Crave, real quick, uh, yeah, you know, if, if Marmol, uh, say, was let go there, yeah, you're talking about DeRosa. You like him yeah, a lot. I, and what what about Yadier Molina, a guy that knows the game so well? Would he ever get into managing? I don't know. He might. Uh, that's a good good question. I don't know what kind of, what his uh, aspirations might be after with retirement here. But I think Rob nailed it. I I don't. I wouldn't rule this team out at all. I, and I think it does start with a managerial change. And we were talking in the break, and I I threw an ex Cardinal name out there who I've watched on TV now for years. He's and I think in his mind, he's managed every game that he's watched. He has he had experience this year in the WBC for Team USA, and that's Mark DeRosa. I'm I'm really impressed with this guy. I'd love to sit down and have a couple beers and chew the fat and talk some baseball. And I think this guy has got a chance to be a hell of a manager. He's got a personality. He's got some fire. He's played on so many different teams, so many guys like Bobby Cox and Bruce Bochy, guys he's played for. Uh, Throughout his, I think, 15, 16-year career, uh, I think this guy's got a chance if he wants to. I think he does. I think he'd like to get a shot at managing, and I think he'd fit in perfectly in St. Louis. Yeah, and I, he played so many positions. His knowledge of the game, his experience in the game is uh, terrific. Yep, network of coaches and people that he would might yep. bring in. Maybe not right away. It's hard to do in the middle of a season, but going into next year, I, I think this guy's a hell of a candidate. Kriv, what about Milwaukee? Are you, they are the lowest odds at just plus 110 with Craig Council's team. Is this a team to beat? I mean, it, they're pretty inconsistent as well. I uh, still have some, you know, household names like Yelich, Adamas. Uh, they just know, don't the, hit enough, Tellas. You know, they don't score much. Yep. They, uh, they, they seem to hit, hit a lot better in their home ballpark. I, I'm not on Milwaukee. Remember last year they traded Josh Hader and they were in the hunt. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Burns. Woodruff being out really hurts their rotation. Uh, I, I'm not on Milwaukee. I don't think they hit enough. Uh, 
I tell you what, I, I, I think there's a chance with Cincinnati they're going to have to have to really add about three pitchers at the trading deadline, in my opinion. And the team no one talks about is the Cubs. It's the only team with a plus run differential in the division. I like the Cubs. All right, uh, you like the Cubs to win the division? No, no. I, I, I'm gonna. I I got a. I played Cincinnati. It's the only team. I, so I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. I think they're for real, but they got to get more pitching. Thirty-three to one. You got them, huh? Thirty-three to one before they called up Dela Cruz. I'm. I. I feel. I'm happy with that play. Yeah, Kriv, you you're doing pretty well on futures. I've done all right. Yeah, no, re- no reason to get back into baseball or do anything else. <laughs> you're just living the life of Riley for the love of God. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not betting enough, Ken. I'm not. I'm not betting enough. When, right. you're, when you're on a win streak, you're never betting enough. By the way, but uh, I'm having fun. By the way, the box of cookies that Donna, your yeah. gal from Atlanta, sent absolutely unbelievable. She's they got tremendous. devoured at my house. The hoaxer took some. Uh, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. She's she Great can stuff. really she. We saved the last Georgia delight cookie for Rishi. Yeah, I see that vacuum tonight. sealed. It's taking it home to the wife. Vacuum yeah. sealed. It'll still be fresh. Yeah, yeah. still great stuff. Yeah, she. I wanted to do that for you guys. Cookie so creation. Cookie creations yeah. of Atlanta. That's it. Buckhead. Yep. Been there about twenty years, twenty five years. Yeah, she does a great job, and uh, I don't know how she's, many. She I might devoured. be listening. She's a little under the weather, but she might be listening. Donna, we love you. Get better. All right, uh, we can't have you under the weather with uh, Criv over here hitting these eighty-eight to one shots over here. Uh, <laughs> just you know, stay well so you can spend his money. I mean, he doesn't mind. He, he's a, he, that's what's good about you, man. You don't care. You make the money so you can spend it sure. on other people. That's exactly. What we love you Spread for. it around. There you go. Oakster, cancel my card. Uh, grab the money from Krivsky for that pizza. All right. <laughs> Going to get a late late night snack here since uh, neither Hoaxer or myself ate. So, uh, Krivsky, you'll be the beneficiary in hour number two. We'll have to shovel Rishi out of here before I the pizza I got to chip in here. on that pizza. Grimaldi's is, is nice. I got to chip in for that. There you go. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, Rob, what, what else do you want to get in, Rob, real quick? So you think your Cardinals are going to win the Central, but uh, what else What else can Rob Rishi get in that – uh, either from the insurance world, from the, the sports world. You're a big fantasy uh, sports guy. And golf, you, we were talking a little golf. You do a little draft thing. Krivsky's been on fire, and we've got, of course, the Rocket Mortgage Classic from Detroit coming up uh, this week. Uh, tell everybody real quick a little uh, your love for golf. and how, that, Is that a hand-me-down from Dad? <laughs> no, this, you mean the hat? No, no, I mean oh, the, oh, the yeah. hand-me-down yeah. as far as the sport. Dad so. was awesome. He let me play early when age seven and I, I owe it all to him. And I was a baseball player. So he had to get me off that baseball swing where yes. you, you hold it like a bat, but um, love, love the game, love the majors. So happy to see Ricky Fowler, who is a farmer's insurance guy, um, really uh, step it up. And uh, I'm sure he would have, uh, would, would have loved to have a better Sunday performance at the U S open, but just to be in that position for what he's gone through is awesome. And uh, he's also a sponsor for Rocket Mortgage, if I'm not mistaken. So look out. Ricky Fowler may uh, just do some damage. But uh, golf is such, such a great sport. And if you don't play it, you may not understand that. But, um, wow, these guys are so good. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are amazing. And, uh, I mean, the the margin for error, just going back to the U.S. Open and Scheffler, I, I want to say seven putts you had to miss by – you know, less than an inch. I mean, it's just like yeah. unbelievable. I mean, like they they just would go, just missing or lipped out. He had a couple that lipped out. I mean, it's, he's boy. really struggled with the putter here. Yeah, right? which is yeah. Tita Green. Right? He's as good. He's the best. Mm-hmm. And, and yep. yeah, but he's it's uncharacteristic for him. Last thing I'll say, Ken, is a quick shout out. My parents' 60th anniversary was June 22nd, 
and my wife's birthday was June 23rd. So it's been a, a very wonderful week of celebration. That is awesome. That's 60 years. 60 years. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? That is absolutely beautiful. That is great. And they dealt with you. They dealt with me. And all those KISS concerts when you were growing <laughs> up. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, uh, just wonderful uh, blessing. And um, I'm just happy uh, uh, that I had them as my mom and dad. No, exactly. And as you get older, you realize how precious that is. Both my parents uh, preceding me, dad, way back in 2007, mom, 2018. So, yeah, you folks out there that still have your parents, enjoy them. And, uh, you know, make sure you take care of them and let them know you love them. And sometimes I just see uh, certain people that are like, where are you going? I'm going to go to to dad, go see dad. You know, he's he's up there. And so I I love that. I love when the kids step up and, and make sure that their parents know how much they're loved. Rob Rishi, Farmers Insurance, 193 East Warm Springs Road, Suite 101. Phone number there, folks. You hear it all the time in the opening billboards in each hour. 702, you got down 335-5744, 335-5744. And Rob says, uh, look, if, if he can't help you insurance-wise, if there's somebody that has a tailor-made program that may be better with that particular insurance, he will steer you that way. He'd like your all your business, but uh, he'll make sure that he gets you to whoever best suits your needs. Rob, always appreciate you on the last Tuesday of every month. You're awesome, buddy. Thanks a lot. Great stuff. The Crib will stay with me. Hour number two, come back. Going to get into those baseball divisions. I'm interested to see as we go around the leagues. And the hoaxer, of course, will chime in. He'll let you know that his Orioles are right there for the taking there in the AL East. One hour in the books, one hour to go. SportsX Radio 101.5 FM Dawn streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. I'm Ken Thompson with my producer, Mark Hoke, and Wayne Krivsky. We'll be right back live from Vegas, hour number two, coming right up. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub with three locations one on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. All right, KT Hour number two right here, PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. The best in personal injury, PSBR Law, Panache, Boyle, Rabaputi, and uh, you're number four now here in the Vegas Valley. Um, my good fa- good friend Wayne Krisky, the best in uh, baseball, 
and we're going to go around the big leagues with Wayne. When you get somebody that's you know been part of Major League Baseball for as many years as Wayne, and he still st- he still follows it, and some of the stuff, Crib, you know, when you've been around a game like that, it's old hat to you, but to people from the outside looking in, we appreciate the knowledge and the things that you look for that, you know, again, you've been doing it for so long, it's not like you're working at them. It's just, you know, something that uh, comes with the territory. And, again, that territory, you know, better than four decades in the big. So I want to go around the league, and I, and I want to stay first with the NL Central because I want you to elaborate because it is still there for the taking. And even though the Reds bring up uh, Ellie Dela Cruz and he's playing – uh, great ball, and they won 12 in a row. Then they dropped four. Now they did win tonight, so they broke that losing streak. But still, so 13 of 17, you'll take that all day yep. and uh, playing good, solid ball. But that division, you mentioned the Cubs. I mentioned the Brewers. Uh, both Mark and I, I think, picked the Brewers to win the Central last week. So what about it? And uh, Rishi, you said he's not out of line by picking the Cardinals because that division is still there for the taking. But you really think a managerial move needs to be – made so that they can get some new life or new blood, so to speak. I think so, too. You know, I I do, Ken. I I think that would really – I'd feel better about the Cardinals if they made that move. Uh, We talked about Mark DeRosa a little bit, and he managed several of these players uh, uh, in the World Baseball Classic for Team USA, and he also went to London this past weekend for that Cardinal-Cub two-game series. Mm -hmm. And he – I saw an interview he was doing with Goldschmidt and Arenado and all these guys were coming on the set. Miles My- Michaelis, they all came on and uh, they it, it was like they revered Mark DeRosa. What a great job he did with Team USA and and uh, I think he had their total respect. And DeRosa's a baseball guy. He's a grinder. He's a utility guy. He played on about eight different teams. He learned from a lot of different managers. I think he was managing every game he ever played in when he's sitting on the bench. I, I and just he went, think, and he went to college. We got to get this in there. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead, Penn. He's Penn's a Penn Quaker. Penn, Penn Quaker, and was a quarterback. Yeah, Andy Isco letting us know about his alma mater. He said uh, Derosa, quarterback, mid eighties, uh, over there at Penn. So, yeah, like uh, I said earlier, I'd love to meet him, Ken. I, I. I uh, I don't know him, but I know people who do, and they they really like this guy, and he's a solid baseball man. Okay, so uh, Milwaukee? Yeah, I mentioned earlier, I, I just don't think they have enough offense. Uh, I, I will they be will they be buyers? I mean, because that's the thing in the central. You, you're, you're yeah, playing they're a with funny fire. team. Yeah, they're a funny group over there. If uh, you know, they traded Hater last year when they were a contender. I think Corbin Burns is a can. They kind of, they're kind of a team that has stayed competitive here for a long time in a small market. But they don't, they don't go that extra step when they have their window really to to go for it. And I just don't know if they feel like they can win the whole thing. And they're probably right, but. I'm sure they'll dangle Corbin Burns out there and see what teams are willing to give up for him. So I, I, I don't see the Brewers being the team that, to make the playoffs or win this division. Yeah. So right now, with the loss tonight to the Mets, the Brewers are still three games over 500, just a half game behind the Reds, who got that win tonight to go back into first place. Cubbies are three and a half back, three games under 500, 37 and 40. 
Uh, the Buccos with the win tonight. The Pirates pull within six games of 505 games out. We know they were in first for a while. And the Redbirds are 12 games under, eight games back. But they have won six of their last ten. But everybody in the division outside of the Pirates playing pretty good ball. Yep. Uh, Reds and Cubs have both won seven of the last ten, while the Brewers and the Cardinals have won There's six of the last There's one team in that division, Ken, with a plus run differential. Do you know who it is? That is the Cubs. That would be the Cubbies. They've won eight of their last ten, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. seven and three after today's yeah, loss. Yeah, seven and three, right, because they lost today, right? Yep. So I think the Cubbies are a dangerous team. I, I they got to get Tyone really helping out in that rotation. He hasn't really done much this year. All right, so Atlanta, another nice win, 52-27. and 27. They are plus 114 runs. They are, you know, when you look at the National League and you look at Major League Baseball because the Rays are plus 150, so they're the only team outside of the Texas Rangers who are plus 152 and lead all of baseball in that run differential. So Texas plus 152, Tampa Bay plus 150, and then the Atlanta Braves plus 114. How impressive is this Braves team? Because they're on a four-game winning streak now. They've won nine out of their last ten. So even with Miami and the Phillies both winning seven of their last ten, playing 700 baseball, these teams are losing ground. Uh, Meanwhile, the Mets and the Nationals bringing up the rear, but the Mets are 16 games back. Now, I'd never have thought. I I said I thought Atlanta would win the division. I didn't think. I wasn't sure if the Mets would make the playoffs with that payroll because I just wasn't sold on the Verlander-Scherzer deal. Now, I never thought it would uh, you know, fall apart the way it has. But, you know, this payroll that the Mets have is through the roof. They're still minus 14 in the run differential, but Atlanta is the real deal. And then the most impressive team to me probably in the National League, and there's three, it's Arizona, San Francisco, but the Miami Marlins, you know, Cincinnati's up there with that win streak, but the Miami Marlins to be 12 games over 500, sitting just six and a half back of the Braves. And I'm saying six and a half back because Atlanta's 52-27, and 27, and here's Miami, where many people, men, many sharp minds in baseball, and I know you talked to some of them over at VEASAN, but some of those folks were picking Miami as a dead under for their win total, and here they are, 25-16 and 16 at home, 21-18 and 18 on the road. Very impressive to be 12 games over. I know Atlanta wins that division. Where are you still now on Miami? And kind of clue everybody in to who the heck Luis Arias is. Luis Arias came Arias. from the. He's a Venezuelan. I uh, no, I don't. I'm not sure. I want to say Venezuela, but I might be wrong on that. But he came from the Twins in a trade for Pablo Lopez, the right hand starting pitcher. You know, two good players for each other. Trade should help both teams. But this team's 12 over, but they're run different. They're 15. They're minus 15. Their record in one run games is something silly, about 18 and five or 18 and six, something like that. It, uh, that explains the record. Skip Schumacher, former Cardinal, man, first-time manager down there in Miami, doing a great job. I'm not buying on him. I, I, I love this rookie starting pitcher they've got in Yuri Perez, who's uh, picking up the slack for Alcantara, having a, a sluggish first half of this season. I really like this kid. He's six so, eight. So here's the deal, because yeah. Alcantara, you had him 40-1 to to win the Cy Young last year. You made that money. So Alcantara pitches tonight. He goes seven innings, gives up six hits, one run. Two walks, five strikeouts. Now the walks a little concerning this year because he last year didn't walk anybody right. really, you know. So, but three and six. So, if you told me that Miami would be twelve games over five hundred and <laughs> Sandy Alcantara would be three and six, I'd go, "You're nuts." Exactly. No, they've just won these one run games all year. I think it speaks to Schumacher and the tone that he set in spring training with his new coaching staff and everything. They've really. And Chaz, Jazz Chisholm's been out of the lineup quite a bit, too. He's just came back tonight, I think. But uh, 
Alcantara, it's funny, Ken. He's uh, he's had one bad inning in every, about every one of his bad games. He's been great except for one inning. It's He hasn't been able to control the damage there at, at one point. It usually comes about the fourth or fifth inning. Very strange. He's a first – He's a top of the rotation guy. I love him. I I I, uh, I think he's going to bounce back and pitch well in the second half of the year. But having said that, I, I I'm just not a believer quite yet in them. Uh, a little bit too much maybe fortune going on here with that. Uh, that offense is pretty sporadic, despite Arias Arias there at the top of the order. He's and he just is, a he is from hitter. he is from Venezuela. Venezuela. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Played, the Twins signed him when when I was there. I didn't. He was in the minor leagues, I think, uh, in A-ball about the time I left. So, uh, no, he, he this guy can really hit. He's something between Rod Carew and Wade Boggs as far as he just sprays the ball all over the place. Kriv, let, 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 let me just put that in perspective, though, because it's been how long since Ted Williams is the last one to hit over 400? Yeah, 406, 406 in 1941. Okay, so that, right. I mean, when you think back, that's, you know, eight, nearly 80 years ago, right? 80, yeah. 82 years ago. So a long, long time. Uh, we saw George Brett flirt with it, ended up at 390. Uh, Arias. Uh, Tony Gwynn. Yeah, any any chance? I mean, I, again, I know he's a spray hitter, and that's the type of hitter you would expect uh, to have an opportunity, a guy that has good speed, uh, that can slap the ball, that can uh, place bunts down, can do it all as far as, but he's not not a power guy, three home runs on yeah. the year. But uh, tonight goes two for five and, and stays right as his average. So that's how difficult it is to hit 400. People have no idea. And to just see somebody after 80 games flirt with 400 is pretty impressive. This guy's hit all through the minor leagues. Uh, people, I remember when he was in A-ball, some of the people that went to see him said, this guy can really hit. He's going to figure out a way to get to the big leagues. But I don't think anyone thought he'd be doing something like this, but give the kid credit. He, he's really not much of a runner, Ken. He's not going to get many leg hits, but he, he's he got that line drive stroke to all fields. He'll he'll turn on a ball once in a while and hit it out, but like you said, he's only hit three. Classic leadoff hitter, except he's not really a runner. He's not going to steal bases, but the man, can, he's just got natural hand-eye coordination, Just a, just a great short, compact swing. There you go. A ten to one win today at Fenway for Miami. They go to forty six and thirty four. Very impressive. Now the Phillies, a team that you think can make the playoffs as well. Yeah, I think the Phillies can make it. I, I've got a lot of faith. Uh, I like Rob Thompson. I, that was a great move by Dave Dombrowski last year. Dave's one of the few veteran general managers that goes back to about the time I started. I think I got a two year head start on Dave, but we've known each other a long time and. He's a very aggressive general manager. He's with an owner that's willing to spend money. They're going to make some moves here. And I, a lot of my faith in the Phillies is because of Dave's uh, veteran status there, and he's, he knows how to make a trade, and he's not afraid. So you, he's you, got, And he's got money to work with. And, and then, then there's the Mets, and they get the win tonight over Milwaukee, but still seven games under 500. See, I'm not – the table setters as far as – Average, you know, outside of McNeil, they do, don't. Nimmo's not a bad leadoff guy, but they really don't have a lot of guys that are going to set the table for Alonzo. And now that you move, you know, you see Alonzo's, you know, he's so good. You know, power numbers are great when there's guys on base. You just pitch around him. Yeah, the guy that's uh, really hurting him is Marte. He yeah. just had. He's got the big contract that he's he's got to step up because he's really hurt them. And Alonzo being out of the lineup here for a while that hasn't helped either. But uh, I mean they got they've got. I mean they it, it, so much has been invested in Verlander and Scherzer. 
those guys got to pitch well in the second half. If they don't, the, the Mets have no chance. And, and Scherzer said now he'd be open to uh, – I can't believe I have. Oh, man. The no trade. He doesn't need to be saying that. Keep that out of the media, Max. Come on, you're smarter than that. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, 79 games in the Mets, 36 and 43. Philly at 41 and 37. Miami's 46 and 34 in Atlanta. Way ahead of the pack, 52 and 27. What a great organization. Yeah, and, you uh, said it. They, they, they are solid. Yeah, they are. Alex Antopoulos and Brian Snitker work real well together. Quality organization. They have been from years for Bobby Cox and John Scherholz were there, and uh, they've just carried it on. And Snitker's been in the organization over 40 years. There's something for continuity there. And Alex Antopoulos has come in, and uh, he recognizes what he has, and he didn't make a lot of changes. And and he's added some nice players, though, when he has made moves. He's done a great job there to maintain the flow of talent. And real quick, Skip Schumacher, uh, first year there for uh, Miami, doing an outstanding job. But what was, you know, with ownership there? I and mean, we know Derek Jeter was part of the ownership there for the Miami Marlins. I mean, what's going on there for this team to, you know, at the beginning of the year, people are looking at him going, ah, outside of Sandy Alcantara, I mean, this team's going to struggle. You know, it'll be another – uh, you know, they'll be lucky to get 10 games, 15 games within 500, and here they are 12 games over, 80 games into the season. What's changed in Miami culture-wise? I, I think it's an attitude that Schumacher brought in there from the Cardinals. I really do. He's a no-nonsense guy, but he he's not too far removed from the game as a player. He's been a coach with the Padres and the Cardinals. He's just a down-to-earth baseball guy who's kind of a little bit like DeRosa, kind of a utility-type player that learned under Tony LaRusa and Guys in the minor, George Kissel's a famous player development guy with the Cardinals for years and years and years, and so many players came up through their system. They learned the game, how to play it the right way, and George Kissel's a name maybe some people aren't aware of, but just a phenomenal uh, player development guy and teacher should be in the Hall of Fame. Really good stuff there. Uh, Hoekster back there, he's a big baseball guy. We haven't gotten to the American League yet, so we will, and we'll uh, touch on his Oreos. Uh, Mark, real quick, Atlanta. And uh, Miami, pretty impressive. And Philly, playing good ball, four games over five hundred. Uh, took them a little while to get going. Uh, the Central, I think you and I both picked Milwaukee, but Cincinnati, pretty impressive run, half game ahead. And uh, I think that division probably goes down to the final week. So, uh, Mark Hoke, if you're uh, you know, a general manager there for the Brewers or even ownership-wise, I mean, you're battling for that division. You're going to more than likely, you're going to have a good opportunity to be one of the six teams. you got to win the division because it doesn't look like any wild card will come out of the Central. But uh, are you a seller? Are you a buyer? Or you just sit pat with the Brew Crew? Well, if I was a GM, I'd be a buyer. But I don't think they're going to. I think, you know, after you saw what they did last year with Hader, letting him go, I, I have a feeling that they're kind of on a trajectory where they're letting their young guys come up and just trying to build. It didn't it because there was no reason for them to do that if they weren't looking to kind of tear the team apart a little bit. So I I have a feeling we're not going to see much of a move out of them. So I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned about that pick, Ken. But I but I'll tell you who I do like. I I actually like the Cubs. Now I think they're coming on and. You know, they have some guys that have been underperforming a little bit, but the bats are starting to starting to connect, and, you know, they've got the money to go spend. They could be the dark horse in that division. We talked about them earlier, Ken. Remember with, with their offseason? They got a lot of guys from winning organizations, been on winning teams. They got off to a good start, and then they didn't play well for about a month, and now they're turning it back around. So I think the Cubs are dangerous, too. Yeah, there's a lot of good veteran veteran hitters on that club. I mean, I – 
I would watch them. I really would. Yep. Stroman's been, I guess he had a blister the other night, but boy, has he pitched well. Yeah, yeah. London, they ended up splitting those two games. Yeah. And I tell you what, some great crowds over there in England. Yeah, sure were. Yeah, that was impressive. Um, I'm sure they there's, were. There's no air in that stadium, apparently. It's humid as hell. It was really hot there, too, and and uh, uh, each team got a win, so I'm sure they're happy to be back home. I bet they were confused, though, you know, from seeing all the cricket. I bet that just threw everybody off. Like, what? 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 The ball's not bounced in? What? The, that's a weird bat. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think if you, yeah. if you like a sport, though, you're going to figure it out. I mean, Australia's pretty big around the world. Uh, not, we think of Dominican. We think of Puerto Rico. We think of, you know, the, a lot of the uh, uh, Central American uh, countries, Wayne. But, I mean, Australia baseball's big. It is. You know, I, we signed several. We had a scout over there, Howie Norsetter, who uh, – He's from Australia. He he got several players to the big leagues from over there. Um, so yeah, the, you really got to dig, and it's not scouted by every cl- team, so it's a chance to get a little advantage, especially for a small market team. Crib, do you think there's going to be a team in London sometime? Team in London? You think that's a possibility? I know the NFL keeps talking about it. If I was a betting man, I'd say no, because it's soccer and cricket, or uh, I just think soccer's too big. I can't see a major league team in London, not with the travel. I can't. I can't imagine that. Fair enough. I just thought I'd throw it. Yeah, out. I could see a team maybe in Mexico City before I could see one in. London. Oh God! You know the bad thing about that is the altitude down there. I okay. mean, those yeah. games that they played down I'm, there at the beginning I'm of the season. But I, good lord, that yeah. was ridiculous. It was. It was. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think it has a better chance than going to Europe and trying to play. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I had no idea. Like Montreal's right probably get, get a team before any of them. Who was that? The Padres and the Giants that played down yeah. there. Yeah, and I saw the like the run total, and I'm like, it's what? It kept going like, up and yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, but I saw it. It was like 15 and a half. I go, oh, this is a mistake by the book. I go, this is. A, <laughs> like, I thought it's at Petco, right? And it's like no, <laughs> it's in it's in uh, Mexico City, buddy. Good luck. Now, 15 and a half was a mistake because the line was way too low. Right, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. It, uh, the first I think game, it opened about 12 or 13. Yeah, I mean, the one went, the one oh, went over. I wish I had the seen other that. game went under. Well, under. They, yeah, they bet it way up. Yeah, yeah, they. They got caught in between, maybe. Yeah. Angels 4-1. to They lead bottom eight now over the White Sox. Nationals and Mariners have gone to the ninth. They're tied at four. Uh, Mariners took a 4-3 lead, and Ruiz tied it up with a solo homer in the eighth. So they are 4-4, top nine, two outs, nobody on, four than that. So Mariners may have less looks to try and get it done there. And it is over in Oakland. The A's have beaten the Yankees. Bronx Bombers got two on in the ninth, but 2-1 to one, Oakland knocks off the Yankees. Wow. And that will not make. KT's sister, Valerie, very happy. I think the Yankees are in danger. I would have said that even before. That. I think they're in danger of not making the playoffs. Wow. All I, the hear, I, I hear some people thinking they're locks. I go, well, you're crazy. No, no, they're not a lock by any stretch. Everybody in the AL East lost tonight. Wow. All five. Wow, that's sure. right there. Imagine Tampa, having Tampa that lost, huh? Yeah, Tampa uh, got beat 8-4 to four by Arizona. Okay. It's a final now. And uh, as we said, Washington, Seattle, four four in the top of the ninth. The only game going in the na- in the uh, interleague games, and then four to one Angels leading the White Sox, bottom eight from Anaheim. The only American League game going. The four National League games are over. Gave you all those uh, scores earlier, and uh, the only WNBA game that was still going. Dallas did beat Phoenix seventy seven to sixty two. Covered the four game stayed well under the one sixty nine. Only hit one thirty nine. And the other two finals, Minnesota 104-93 beat Seattle. Win a cover there in a game that sailed over the 160.5 in New York. 89-80 
gets over by a point and a half, 168 and a half. The total hits 170, and New York covers the four and a half. That down from five at the Westgate Superbook, uh, but does uh, cover, New York does, and they have the second best record in the WNBA next to our Las Vegas Aces, who are 13 and one. And Becky Hammond doing a great job. Uh, suspended for the first two games for stuff that she thought was kind of bogus, but is what it is, and they move forward. And uh, Mark Davis has at least one winner here in Las Vegas for now, and a lot of folks hoping that the Silver and Black are going to be able to uh, have a nice season. And I'll be talking about uh, pro football uh, throughout the next several months with my producer, Mark Hoke, and several other guests that are going to be coming on. Brad Powers will be back on this Friday show, the Friday football fiasco. We're going to go around uh, the – uh, Power Five conferences and uh, hone in on those with uh, Brad joining KT at 8.15 all the way till 10 o'clock or till 9.50. So we'll be uh, talking a lot of college football Friday, football fiasco, keep you updated on everything going on. We've got the Rocket Mortgage Classic coming up from Detroit. Krivsky's going to have another future winner, I'm sure. Kriv, at least text me. Let me know who you're going to be on there. All right. Play four i got to do some work on it tonight. There you go. So uh, great stuff. And uh, – yeah, we'll be uh, following baseball. We've got uh, USFL. They got the, down to the final two teams there. And uh, just, uh, you know, honing in on the college football now and then the NFL. So looking forward. Training camp's going to start soon. And I know, Mark, you're jumping, you're uh, chomping at the bit because your Eagles are uh, going to be one of the favorites again to take that uh, chance, you know, hopefully get, a, get back to the promised land, get back to that Super Bowl, and this time maybe close it out a little differently. Yeah, the one thing that scares me, Ken, I mean, the, the team's loaded. They've gotten better, but that schedule is nasty. It is nasty. I mean, I'm kind of happy they're in the NFC because, you know, they may not be as easy as it would look. So we'll see what the Eagles can do. There you go. All right, we take our first break, hour number two. Going to come back. We're going to look at the NL West with Kriv. And that is a division that is very, very interesting because a lot of people beginning of the year looking at the Padres to be that team that could take out the Dodgers again, took them out in the playoffs last year, but could they actually win the division by themselves? And then, you know, the rest of the teams, Arizona, San Fran, Colorado, they'll just be there. But lo and behold, two of those teams have really surprised. And we'll talk about that when we get back. SportsX Radio 101.5 FM, on streaming live on that Odyssey app. Live from Vegas, coming right back at you. KT, he's all right now. Mark Hoke's been in the hits here on a Fat Tuesday as we rock and roll from PSBR Law Studios. Ken Thompson, Wayne Krivsky, thanks to Rob Ricci stopping by. Hour number one, our main man as far as his uh, farmer's insurance, Rob Ricci, farmer's insurance right there, 193 East Warm Springs Road, Suite 101. Get on down there and see Rob. You have any questions in the uh, insurance world, uh, go ahead and Rob will take care of those. You got the 702 down, 335-5744, Mark Hoke producing the show, his show again Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best in professional wrestling. Wayne Krivsky, he'll stop by Tuesdays, sometimes Thursdays, and he goes, and every now now and then KT will be like, Kriv, I need you two days this week. And I'll Mix go, it on yeah. a Wednesday, huh, Kriv? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Well, it's easy to get you to Steiner's Pub, that's for sure. Yeah, yep. Love that place. Yep. Look forward stuff. to seeing Chicago Bill maybe tomorrow night there. There you go. There. Yep. Be back at Steiner's Pub, 1750 North Buffalo. And Kriv, they got to go their annual bus trip, Steiner's. Oh, yeah. They went to the game. Dodgers, Astros, Saturday, a wild 9 8 Dodger come from behind victory I... after uh, they had a 3 nothing lead. The Stros went up 8 3. 
and the Dodgers made it 8-5 and end up winning it 9-8. That was an interesting game. I was driving around that night, and I heard some of it on the radio on, on uh, MLB Network, and uh, stole a lot of bad blood there for Mr. Altuve. Every time he comes up, he gets booed pretty loudly by the Dodger faithful. And rightly so. I like it. I'm, yeah. I'm not one of those guys that just buries the hatchet. I, yeah, you know? that's There's you. a reason that's we you. know the name Shoeless Joe Jackson, right? That's correct. All right. That's correct. And I would say, you know, I, I, now Pete Rose I don't put in that category with his, uh, with his betting on baseball and whatnot, but as far as what he did on the field, I, I don't think I ever saw anybody play the game. The way that guy did. I mean, he'd, yep. he'd run out, you know, like like a foul tip. He'd be halfway to first base. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt. Was uh, very exciting and played the game the right way. Got a uh, little overzealous on the uh, Fosse hit at home plate. But, uh, you know, that's back when the – it is crazy. But that is actually back when it seemed like the All-Star game actually meant something way back yeah, it when. Yeah, did. Oh, know? those teams took it seriously. Yes, yep. oh, They really did. There were – it's funny that back then there there were a lot of streaks. National League would win about seven or eight in a row. Then the American League would win five or six. Or six. It's and I loved it fun. because outside of the the goofy exhibition game, the Mayor's Trophy game where the Mets and Yankees would play, I'd be like, got a chance to uh, you know get like a you know it's not really a win, but I knew the Mets probably weren't going to make the playoffs a lot of yeah. those years. But at least to see like those one or two representatives from your team, you loved it. And, I, and you just loved when your guy got brought in. You know in. the game I remember, Ken, the All-Star game was 71. I think nine Hall of Famers hit home runs. It was in Tiger Stadium where I grew up as a kid. My, wow. I, there were, I think, nine Hall of Famers hit home runs in that game. And that's the year Reggie hit one up in the light tower. Remember it hit the Transformer, Tiger Stadium oh, up on the roof? Massive. That was 71, I believe, off, uh, I think, Doc Ellis, maybe. Oh, wow, the Doxter. Yeah, and then Clemente Jr. tells some great Doc, Doc uh, Ellis stories. And, of course, we know the one with the uh, the LSD or whatever uh, back in the day. I think day. it was Doc Ellis he hit it off of. Yeah, it yeah. could be. He, he walked to the beat of his own drum, that is for sure. Uh, 71, that's uh, back when those Hoekster uh, Orioles teams were pretty darn powerful. Yeah, Brooks was at third that night. I, I remember my man K-Line. Brooks was my favorite player growing up, Hoekster. Was you know he that? the best defensive third baseman you ever saw? Mm, boy, give me He's, your t- give me your top four. Give me give me three of your top uh, all time yeah, fielders at third base. I got to go. Brooks is in there. Machado's in there. Arenado's in there. I might have to. I haven't given a what lot of, of thought. What about but Ken I, Boyer? Yeah, Ken Boyer was good. I, I'm partial to Buddy Bell. Maybe Buddy Bell was a real good defensive third baseman. Uh, I saw him play a lot my early years in Texas. The hot uh, corner man. Yeah, those are the four that I. There's there's more. Uh, gosh. Yeah, Machado's legit. Arenado, I mean, modern-day guys. Nettles was pretty good. Nettles was very good. That's a good call right there. He was very good. Yep. Where's the slider, or the glider, and Wayne Garrett, the 69 Mets? Yeah, I remember. Well, number 11, <laughs> yes. I remember old The Wayne glider. Garrett. Yep. Did have that home run to lead off game yeah. three in the bottom My of glove was autographed by Brooks Robinson. It was oh, a yeah. Brooks Robinson model glove. I played third base. Beautiful. Yeah, I still have it. That's still awesome. Have it. My glove from college. I See, still that's have fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. Hoekster, you still have your first glove? No, I don't have my first glove, but I've got some Brooksy stuff. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. My my grandmother was great friends with Brooks Robinson. Wow. He's a she class was, act, boy. She he was is a great she, guy. She was friends with him, Boog, and Elrod, which took me to my greatest autograph story of all time. Okay, go I, ahead. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, Elrod okay. Hendricks? Yeah, it involved Elrod. Okay. So so real fast. So I was on home on break from college. And my grandmother had asked me, do I want to go an autograph signing? And I was like, well, who is it? And 
she says Brooks Robinson, Elrod, and Boog. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm there. So I'm trying to find stuff to sign. And I had an encycl- book, an encyclopedia of baseball, right? There is an amazing picture of Elrod Hendricks in there with the winning run in the 1971 World Series crossing the plate against him. Against him. You got to remember that because they lost. Great. And I'm going in there, and I'm like, oh, boy. How old were you? I was, what, 21, 22? And you're going in there to get him to sign a picture in one well, of the worst days of his life. Well, well, here, so, here's, so here's what happened. So, so I get in there, and, of course, all the guys are like, Rhoda, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, wow, she's serious. She knows these guys. And so I get up there to have my book signed. And, you know, I, I had Brooks and Boog sign in and Elrod sitting in the middle. And, and I said, Mr. Hendricks, I, I will certainly understand if you don't want to sign it, sign where I'm going to ask you to sign this picture. If you, if you do great, if not just sign somewhere in the book, it's cool. But if you, but I love this picture, would you do it? So he, so I opened the page and Elrod is just sitting there looking down at this picture of the winning run scoring in the 71 World Series against him. And he kind of looks at me and then he looks over at looks over at Brooks who's sitting to his right. I I can't forget this. Says, "You remember this?" And Brooks kind of leans in. "Yeah, I remember that." And then he goes over to Boog. "You remember this?" "Oh yeah, I remember it." And I'm like, I hope Boog, like, hope praying to God Boog doesn't jump out of his seat and try to eat me or something. And El, and then they all get a big smile on their face, and Elrod puts a huge signature on it. I've still got that book. Wow. But it, yeah, and and it and what was really cool then later on when I went back out to NDSU, I went down to an Orioles series in uh, in Minneapolis, and I was near the Orioles bullpen, and Elrod's walking out, and I'm like, Elrod, Elrod, hey, hey, would you? Would you be able to get a couple autographs for me? Because it was way early. And it, and I hand him the book. He's like, you're Rhoda's grandson. I remember you and I remember this book. <laughs> Not uh, that book and, again. And, <laughs> I remember and, that picture. And, and, and I'm just dying laughing. He's like, yeah. And he got like Lee Smith to sign it and uh, a couple of the other, like I Good move. Of those guys. Good job. But, Good job. But then every time I went to an Orioles game, like a lot of times I sat on the bleachers and Elrod did the walk from the dugout out to the to the bullpen and we'd always wait. You know, he'd always see so me. That's so cool. And you know, I it was so sad when he passed away and uh, but what just the nicest guy in the world. All three of them were. All three of them. That was I mean, 71 I, series, Mark, you said? Yeah. So that Pirates. was Pirates. Pirates yeah. We are family. Yeah, we are. No, no, we are family was 79. That was 79. That's right. Yeah, but it but it this but it was called many 71. Yeah, that's right. But it was With Steve Blass. Yeah, but it was amazing. And and like I said, this three of the nicest guys in the world. Boog's still down there serving barbecue at uh, uh, Camden Yards. Outstanding. That is great. Orioles forty eight and thirty with the loss tonight. Four games back behind Tampa. Thanks. Yeah, I just got to get Way that to in ruin there. that story. Well, we already heard the magic. I don't want uh, people to think they won. They may have had money on tonight's game and heard the music, <laughs> and they're get down there standing in line to cash their ticket. And they're like, "This is no good." It's from that rain. Dude, don't tell me you're listening to that. Kate on with that that guy Hoke uh, magic music. They they played that prematurely. Actually, we got it in there just under the. I did. Under I the, the weather. Ken, I was watching. The, the I was watching. The, it was two strikes before the uh, 
the last on Frazier. Yeah, yeah. on Frazier, and he, <laughs> he got on base. I was like, damn, baby. There you go. There you go. All right, uh, Kriv, uh, Arizona, 48-32, and 32, two and a half ahead of the Giants, three ahead of the Dodgers, who are 10 games over 500. Padres, still 10 and a half back, five games under 500. And you just don't see, like, where they're making a move. Yeah. I, I mean, here they're four and six in their last 10 again. It's like the Mets. Look, they spent the most money. Just goes to show you, two teams spent the most money in the offseason, and they're really struggling. Yep. Uh, Arizona, big surprise. I tip my cap to Tori Lavula over there. I'm blown away by that team. Corbin Carroll. I mean, we're. I mean, I just saw today Merrill Kelly's going on the IL, so yep. they're they're, they're he pitching. He got racked was, his last game, so that doesn't surprise uh-huh. me. Uh huh. They're uh, their pitching was thin to start with. I, I'm amazed by this team, but they're, they're a real good offensive team. A bunch of athletes that like to run and put pressure on the defense. Corbin Carroll, he's in the top three or four for MVP. Yeah, he's let alone fantastic. rookie of the year. He's, he's a lock on the rookie of the year if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, the Padres, I mean, Tatis Jr. is hitting 281-0 for five tonight, but Machado's at 253. Yeah. Soto's at 270. Uh, Bogart's at 255. Yeah. So, you, you know, you just look and – Some guys underachieving wow. there, making a lot of money. Uh, their pitching's been respectable, I think. Team ERA and bullpen ERA's both good, above average. It's the offense that's really hurt them. Those guys just are not uh, – they're all – Having bad years at the same time. Bad combination. Real quick, I want you to just touch on a team that nobody's really talking about, the San Francisco Giants. I mean, yep. Logan Webb, you've talked about him. Cobb's on the IL right now. DiScalfani didn't pitch well uh, last night. Wood did. Or the other night, I should say, DiScalfani. But Wood uh, pitched well. Stripling's been okay. I mean, Yeah, hurt. He's hurt. A lot of, yeah. lot of openers for the Giants. I Man, I... They've, Relief, I mean, Brebia, Jackson, and Alexander are all Brebia on the Brebia starts right now. a lot, and he pitches an inning or two. And uh, I don't know. This team, offensively, they don't have any superstars in there. But, but what about Kepler? Because a lot of people second-guess when he got hired as manager. Yeah. I don't I don't know Gabe Kepler, but uh, that was he, he has a good relationship with Farhan Zaidi from their time with the Dodgers when uh, Kepler was the farm director and Zaidi was a, like assistant GM there. So – they had a relationship in Farhan. I thought Kapler was going to be out of a job there for a while, and he he did not miss any years. And Farhan brought him over, and that great first year with 106 or seven wins that year, and then last year they slumped, and now they're coming back. So I, they put a nice streak together here. Uh, I really like Logan Webb. He gives you a good six or seven every night. Uh, they they're playing well right now. They're right in the middle of this thing. I I did not have them playing being this kind of team. Estrada at second, season. J.D. Davis has 10 homers, 44 ribbies. Conforto, uh, former Met, uh, 12 homers, 42 RBIs. There's a lesson here, Ken. I just okay. realized something. The Giants got a couple guys from their farm system, Casey Schmidt and this, uh, Patrick Bailey behind the plate. Mm-hmm. These young guys bring energy. That's what Arizona's doing. It's what Miami's doing. Bailey's what, hitting 320. It's what the Reds are doing. There's something with putting young players in there and give them a chance to play, and it, it, it can really energize things. and. Get on a little winning streak. You build that confidence and look out. And you, and you, you like that all, all these guys are able to go yard. I mean, you got Estrada's got nine homers. J.D. Davis, 10. Conforto, 12. You got nine from Lamont, Lamont Wade Jr. You got 10 from Ustrimsky. Spreading like, it around yeah. Peterson. How many does Peterson have? He's, he only has eight. Okay. Peterson has eight with 30 ribbies. Uh, you know, he's missed 20 games. Yep. So, now they're, they're doing a good job. I mean, they've hit. It's going to be interesting this year with the balanced schedule and how these schedules shake out the last couple months of the year. It's be something to look at here 
it's going to be a lot different than in past I think, years. I think the Giants were one of the most impressive stories as well because uh, Arizona's been getting a lot of that billing, but for San Fran to get that 10-game win streak and catapult right up there, yep. we'll see how well, long they can stay up there. Do you think they're they're in there? you think it's a, a 3-4 team race? I think, if, if San Diego comes back, it, then it, it could, could be easily a be a 4-team race. race. Yeah, it should be a 4-team race right now. Padres just – I'm tired of saying they're good because I have them making the playoffs, but – they're a frustrating team to watch. They, they seem kind of selfish to me. Not a lot of team baseball, especially offensively. Our final, uh, our final segment. We're going to hit the ALE still, even though everybody lost tonight. Boston's forty and forty. They're in last place. So everybody five hundred or better. Of course, Tampa Bay twenty six games over five hundred. And then uh, we'll we'll hit on the West AL West because Texas. Uh, 17 games over, but the Angels are hanging, and they're a half game ahead of Houston right now. Five and a half back, six back are the Astros, and then the Mariners are nine back. So uh, could see a four-team race there, but it looks like Texas doing pretty darn well and uh, very consistent. Remember, that's without DeGrom, DeGrom out for the year. But these Texas Rangers are going to get the take from Kriv as far as those two. We know the Central is going to be a toss-up with Minnesota, a game under 500. Cleveland, two under 500. Those are your front runners in the AL Central. And uh, then Detroit, Chicago, and Kansas City. Go ahead. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. Sportex Radio 101.5 FMK Dawn streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Take our final break of the evening. Come back, wrap things up from the PSBR Law Studios. You're listening to Sportex Radio. I'm Ken Thompson. We'll be right back. Segment Sports X Radio on a Fat Tuesday. Gloria Gaynor, Mark Oak. You're correct. All right. Every now and then, KT. Yeah. What's that, Chris? I did know Gloria Gaynor. All right. So, yeah, I did know that one. All right. So remember we're on the eight track. Uh, Back in the eight track days. A week, a week from tomorrow, I will have Mark Lawrence magazines at Steiner's Pub, for and I'll do it on a on a week. But the first five that that I see on uh, Wednesday that come up to the table. At 1750 North Buffalo, you will get a Mark Lawrence football magazine. They are awesome. And uh, they're there. I've got a couple boxes. So uh, Wednesday throughout the month of July on Wednesday nights, I will have those at Steiner's Pub. So I'll see you down there. And uh, usually there by 6 o'clock, set up by 630. So if you meet me there, we'll take care of you there with a Mark Lawrence magazine. Andy Isco back on Thursday, throwback Thursday, tomorrow night. Wednesday, of course, Mark Lawrence will be back on, and we'll be looking at the Big 12. And then Friday, Brad Power is going to join me. Lots of college football as well. Uh, Crib, let's get back to baseball, though. Got some time for you real quick. AL East. Tampa, 4-6 and six in their last 10. Not playing good ball. Got beat up tonight. And uh, the Orioles, 18 games over 500, four games back. They're they're staying right around there. Now they've actually uh, played five and five, but nobody playing better than 500 baseball in their last 10 in the AL East. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not that surprised by Tampa falling back in. I got it. Man, I, I underrate them every year. And until last year, I was on the wrong side of it most times. But I don't know. Their pitching's a little shaky to me. Uh, they've got some guys that are hurt. You know, they lost the Springs kid early in the year. They've got some other injuries. I think the sleeper team here is Toronto. I, I, I really think Toronto can can get past New York and maybe be one of those wild cards. That makes Andy Isco happy. He's got them as far as 
uh, the two teams. We both, we all three picked uh, two teams. He's got uh, Toronto, Seattle and Toronto, and Seattle, yeah. right? And Seattle trying to get to five hundred. They were playing. They were in extra innings tonight. You had you had, Tam- you had Baltimore and Tampa. Baltimore right? and Tampa, right? Yeah, I got Houston and Texas. Yep. Yeah. So uh, let me jump over to the West. Texas, forty-eight and thirty-one. Angels seven games over, five back. Houston only five games over, six back. And Houston not really making that push. They've actually only won three of their last ten games, so they're not playing well at all. No. Uh, and then Seattle, again, trying to get to 500 tonight, but you still think this team has a lot of potential. Their bats, though, yeah, they're kind of silent. A little bit like Milwaukee. Their offense is, is not. It's kind of been their downfall. I like their rotation. I, I think Seattle's got a run in them. Um don't know what their schedule is going to look like down the stretch, but they're they, when you have that starting pitching, uh, you you get, have a chance to win every night. I I still think Seattle has a shot. All right, right now they bat with the bases loaded in the bottom of the tent, tied at four on a two-two count with Hernandez up. So with one out, so you got to get that ball in the air. Or you got to got to put it in play, and uh, you know hopefully stay out of two. But yeah, their offense has been a problem. They're plus twenty-eight in the run differential, and they're one game under. So uh, you know they've been really good in one-run games the last two years, and this year they're not. And Hernandez strikes out. So that is key. I mean, when you have bases loaded, you have that winning run at third base and you have one out, and you're like, it drives a manager nuts. You're like, God, just hit the ball. Just hit the ball. If you make an out, just hit the ball. And Hernandez goes down on strike. So Weems gets the second out. We'll see if that game does indeed go to the 11th inning. Raleigh at bat right now. He's two for four tonight for the Mariners as they try to pull it out in the bottom half of the 10th inning, tied at four. That's the only game still going in the bigs. Everything else final. Gave you all those finals earlier. Uh, Kriv? Got a few minutes. Talk to me about uh, Texas because you, that's one of the teams you picked. Yeah. And this Texas Rangers team is solid. But you also have Houston. So nobody really taking the Halos. Nobody took the Yankees. Uh, nobody messed with anybody from the Central. As far as two teams, we all took me, you, and Andy Esco as far as a chance to win, uh, you know, the American League. And Hoekster, uh, he was part of my entry. He's like 1-1-A. So he's with me with Tampa Bay and Baltimore. It's amazing what Texas is doing without DeGrom, basically. They had him for five or six starts, and that was it. But I took him over 80 for the season, too, for 80 wins. And mm. I, I put all my trust in Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox there as his pitching coach. I really felt like uh, they made some good moves. I, I wasn't sold on Evaldi, but he has really saved them with DeGrom's uh, – you know, if you took out of all these names and put DeGrom and looked at the stats, you'd say, hey, that's pretty good. That's what we would have expected from DeGrom. So kudos to them for giving Avaldi a contract. He's a Texas guy, born in Alvin, Texas, like Nolan Ryan. And uh, I, he's it, John Gray's been really good. Uh, Dane Dunning's pitched well. Perez has soaked up some innings. Is uh, he Martin Perez, great? no, you know, it's but not. It's, but, but he's good. He's yep. Fourth starter, right. third or fourth, exactly. He'll get you. He'll get you wins. And with that offense, I like him. with that offense, if your ERA is right around low four, like it is four point, they're going to score five a game. Texas, pretty much. Yeah, their their offense has been carried them all year. They're they're going to need to bolster their bullpen, like so many of these teams get to midseason. A lot of guys are worn out. Talk they're, to me about Sager, though. I mean, what what, what a major acquisition mm-hmm. that was. Yep, a lot of money. Uh, been hurt a little bit, but really, he's come back and really. Uh, He's really carrying them right now. They've had different guys carry the team at different stages here. Adolis Garcia was a guy earlier in the year. Uh, Simeon was had that great hitting streak. Mm-hmm. Then he cooled off. But low. Seager, oh yeah, the low kid at first base, very impressive. 
Um, and, and the Rookie of the Year candidate there at third base, Josh Young, uh, who I happen to have on the Rookie of the Year ticket. What did I get him at? I got it right here. I got him at 20-1, to 1, so he's got a shot. Yeah, no doubt. And Heim, a uh, good, solid catcher. Yeah, Jonah Heim came out of nowhere, and, and really. And a catcher that can hit. He's, he's hitting 282. He and Rutschman will be uh, right hoaxed. They'll, those will be the two all-star catchers, I think, in the American League. Yeah, they're they're the two finalists. And the, the oh, funny, are they? Yeah, and the funny okay. part is that Heim was in the Orioles system. Uh, I didn't know that. I yeah. knew he was with Oakland. I didn't know he was with Baltimore. Yeah, I think, if I remember right, they drafted him. So, okay. yeah, pretty crazy there. By the, oh, well. by the way, Washington got out of that. Bases loaded, one out, bottom of the tenth. Seattle does not score. They go to the eleventh. So uh, get that, get that runner out to second base, and uh, let's keep playing ball. Kriv, when are they going to do away with that? They're not. Is that here to stay? For which uh, the for the, the man go, at they, second base? Uh, to I hate it. The tenth inning. I hate it. Uh, I don't know. Gosh, I wish they'd get rid of that. Uh, it's it's one thing that I'd like to see him play three or four I innings mean, regular baseball, and then I don't know if you want to do it in the fourteenth inning or third. I don't know. I, I, I don't like weird. it. It's a good, too much of a gimmick. You, you got to do it in the World Series too. Too much of it. Yeah, it's too much. No, they didn't do they it don't. in the World so, Series. So then I don't like that. How yeah. can you play the whole? And year? now they got the games that are uh, under three hours, so you don't. Right. Have, you know, come on, let's get back I to get playing it. baseball. I, I guess overtime in hockey is like that too. You don't have the same rules there. You know, and three on three, out, right? You play all. All night long, if you have to. I don't playoffs. like it. Uh, I don't like that the reliever has to face three hitters, but I do like banning the shifts. I like the pitch clock. I'm fine with that, as long as the umpires use some common sense. Um, but the, I don't like the man on second base in extra innings. But all right, so uh, so now if you had to, if you had to, and you know, go back now. A little bit later than after we made the pick. Do you still like Houston? I know you like Texas a lot. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. I'm I'm I trust Dusty there. He's going to get some guys back healthy here pretty soon. I hope Alvarez is. It's really their offense that's uh, taking a dive here. They they're not scoring runs. They need Alvarez if back. If you in could the, change Houston, in other words, keep Texas as one of your entries, who would be the other team you would take right now? Uh great question. Mm. Say it. Come on. Toronto. Oh, oh there you go. He's got to, I got to be different. He's got to massage Andy Isco just a little bit. He, Isco's ego there. It's one of the teams that Isco has. He didn't want to say the Orioles. That's all right. So now we'll uh, <laughs> play the magic again on the way out of here, Hoka. What the heck? Uh, great stuff, Kriv. Always great to see you. Maybe we see you again on Thursday with uh, Isco here on the throwback right. Thursday. Sounds but... good, Ken. Always a pleasure. No, it's Love awesome, talking man. baseball, no, man. You're the best, man. And uh, appreciate you. And keep us updated on the golf, please, on the future. So tomorrow I can give one out and say, hey, Krivsky's on this. He's hit five of his last six golf tournaments. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That'll do it for us on a uh, Fat Tuesday. Tomorrow, Steiner's live, 1750 North Buffalo. Come on down and see me. Thanks to Mark Hope. Thanks to everybody. And uh, you know the rules. No drinking and driving, no texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. Live from Vegas, Sportex Radio, 101.5 FMK. Don't streaming live on that Odyssey app. God bless, folks. Talk to you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.